ان الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونعوذ بالله من شرور انفسنا وسيئات اعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلل فلا هادي له واشهد ان لا اله الا الله وحده لا شريك له واشهد ان محمدا عبده ورسوله اما بعد Today our section is Al-Istihza'u Bishay'in Fihi Dhikrullah The section regarding how mocking anything which has the remembrance of Allah in it is clearly something that opposes Tawheed Al-Shaykh Al-Fawzan حفظه الله تعالى says here يجب على المسلم احترام كتاب الله وسنة رسوله وعلماء المسلمين It is obligatory upon the Muslim to respect the book of Allah and the sunnah of his messenger and the scholars of the Muslims وَأَنْ يَعْرِيفَ حُكْمَ مَنِ اسْتَهْزَأَ بِشَيْءٍ فِيهِ ذِكْرُ اللَّهِ أو القرآن أو الرسول And that the person should know, everybody should know what the ruling is for the one who mocks anything which has the remembrance of Allah in it or the Quran or the messenger himself, anybody who mocks the Quran or mocks the messenger, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, everybody needs to know what the ruling for that is. لِيَكُونَ الْمُسْلِمُ عَلَىٰ حَذَرٍ مِّن ذَلِكَ So that the Muslim can keep himself at distance from that, be precautious regarding that, and be warned from that type of activity. فَإِنَّ مَنْ اسْتَهْزَأَ بِذِكْرِ اللَّهِ أَوِ الْقُرْآنِ أَوِ الرَّسُولِ For indeed the one who mocks anything with the remembrance of Allah in it, or the Qur'an, or the Messenger, أَوْ بِشَيْءٍ مِنَ السُنَّةِ Or something from the Sunnah. فَقَدْ كَفَرَ بِاللَّهِ عَزَّ وَجَلْ لِاسْتِخْفَافِهِ بِالْرُبُوبِيَّةِ وَالْرِسَالَةِ Then that person has committed kufr, has disbelieved in Allah, the one who mocks the religion, mocks the Qur'an or mocks the sunnah, mocks the messenger, anybody who mocks, uh, anything of the religion in that way, then that person has disbelieved in Allah because he is belittling the Lordship of Allah. He is belittling the Lordship of Allah by mocking the religion, mocking the Quran, mocking the Messenger. And of course, belittling the rububiyyah, the lordship of Allah, 
then that is something which negates your tawheed. It negates your tawheed. وَكَفَرَ بِإِجْمَاعِ أَهْلِ الْعِلْمِ And so such a person has disbelieved by consensus of the scholars. A person who makes jokes of Islam, mocks the Qur'an, mocks the messenger, then that individual has committed kufr. Allah Allah Ta'ala, Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala said, in a tawbah 65 and 66, وَلَئِنْ سَأَلْتَهُمْ لَيَقُولُنَّ إِنَّمَا كُنَّا نَخُوضُ وَنَلْعَبُ If you were to ask them, they will say we were just talking and playing. قُلْ أَبِ اللَّهِ وَآيَاتِهِ وَرَسُولِهِ كُنْتُمْ تَسْتَهْزِئُونَ Say, were you mocking Allah and His ayat and His messenger? لا تعتذروا قد كفرتم بعد إيمانكم. Do not make excuse. You have disbelieved after your iman. And those ayat are regarding a narration where some of the munafiqun were mocking the sahaba. They were mocking the companions of the messenger, saying they eat a lot and they are liars and other types of speech regarding the companions of the Messenger of Allah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam In fact, the Shaykh mentions it here وَقَدْ جَاءَ بَيَانُ سَبَبِ نُزُولِ هَاتَيْنِ الْآيَتَيْنِ الْكَرِيمَتَيْنِ That there is a reason why these verses of the Qur'an were revealed and that story is أَنَّهُ مَا حَصَلَ مِنَ الْمُنَافِقِينَ فِي بَعْضِ الْغَزَوَاتِ مِنْ سُخْرِيَةٍ بالرسول صلى الله عليه وسلم وأصحابه that on one time the Prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم and the companions they were heading out or they were out on an excursion on a battle and as they were heading to that uh, some of the munafiqeen they began in their jesting and their joking as they were killing time going along began mocking making mockery of the companions of the messenger فقد روى ابن جرير وغيره عن ابن عمر ومحمد بن كعب وزيد بن أسلم وقتاده دخل حديث بعضهم في بعض أنه قال رجل في غزوة تبوك برمان said during the excursion for the battle of تبوك ما رأينا مثل قرائنا هؤلاء أَرْغَبَ بُطُونَا وَلَا أَكْذَبَ أَلْسِنَا وَلَا أَجْبَنَ عِنْدَ اللِّقَاءِ يعني رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم وأصحابه القراء That when they were out on this excursion in this battle and in some narrations it says as they were on their way to the battle and that's a lengthy trek that some of the munafiqun as they were talking and walking along, they were jesting and mocking the Prophet ﷺ and the companions saying that we have not seen the likes of these reciters of ours. What's the word they mentioned there? 
just people never seen people like these who have or who are more gluttonous or they eat they mention what crave those who crave the food and we have not seen anyone who is more uh, untrustworthy in their speech that they lie that they lie in their speech and they are not honest in their speech and neither have we seen anyone more cowardly than these when they meet meaning when you meet the enemy so these descriptions are obviously bad descriptions and they were putting these descriptions onto they were speaking about the companions of the prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam faqala faqala lahu awf ibn malik kadhabt walakinnaka munafiq la ukhbiranna rasulullahi sallallahu alayhi wasallam so awf ibn malik heard this from these munafiqin and he said to them that you've lied but you are hypocrites and i'm gonna go and tell the messenger sallallahu alayhi wasallam fadhaba awf ila rasulillahi sallallahu alayhi wasallam li yukhbirah sa'uf went to catch up to the prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam to tell him fawajad alquran qad sabaqahu but when he got there he realized that the revelation regarding that situation had already been revealed to the prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam فَجَاءَ ذَلِكَ الرَّجُلُ إِلَى رَسُولِ اللَّهِ صَلَى اللَّهِ وَسَلَّمُ وَقَدِ ارْتَحَلَ وَرَكِبَ نَاقَتَهِ So then that man from the hypocrites who was making these jokes and this jesting and this evil speech and characteristics against the companions, he came to catch up to the Prophet ﷺ to explain himself. And the Prophet ﷺ was already on his riding animal, his camel, so that man came up alongside the camel of the Prophet ﷺ and said, Ya Rasulullah, O Messenger of Allah, Innama kunna nakhudhu wa natahaddathu hadith al-rakb, naqda'u bihi anna tariq. He said, O Messenger of Allah, we were just, as we say in English, killing time. We were just killing time, we were just passing the time, as you do when you're traveling, and there's a long time in that journey to go. So you talk and you joke. And that's all we were doing. Meaning we didn't mean anything. We didn't intend anything. We were just killing time, just joking around. That's what he came and said to the Prophet Sallallahu وَإِنَّ الْحِجَارَةَ تَنْكُبُ رِجْلِهِ وَهُوَ يَقُولْ إِنَّمَا كُنَّ نَخُوضُ وَنَلْعَبُ Ibn Umar said that it's as though I can see him now. He witnessed what was occurring. This man was up alongside the camel of the Prophet ﷺ and he was trying to keep up and the stones were flicking up alongside him. Uh, and he was saying, oh messenger, we were just... Uh, 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 we're using up our time and we were just jesting and joking and playing. But the messenger was replying to him and telling him, 
أبالله وآياته ورسوله كنتم تستهزئون لا تعتذروا قد كفرتم بعد إيمانكم that were you mocking uh, Allah and his ayat and his messenger do not uh, apologize or make excuse now you have disbelieved after your iman ففي هاتين الآيتين الكريمتين مع بيان سبب نزولهما دليل واضح على كفر من استهزأ بالله أو رسوله أو آيات الله أو سنة رسوله أو بصحابة رسول الله So in this ayah and the story that goes with the ayah that hadith this all highlights to us that it is clearly impermissible and it is kufr to mock Allah or his messenger or the ayat of Allah or the sunnah of the messenger or the companions of the messenger mocking the companions of the messenger intending by that and connecting that obviously whether you like it or not to the messenger himself you're mocking the companions it is in effect mockery of the messenger they are his students they have learned from him they are his companions mocking him then in essence you are mocking the messenger too so whomsoever makes that mockery in that way then these narrations uh, and this evidence they indicate that it is kufr why فَهُوَ مُسْتَخِفٌ بِالرُّبُوبِيَّةِ وَالرِّسَالَةِ وَذَلِكَ مُنَافٍ لِلتَّوْحِيدِ وَالْعَقِيدَةِ وَلَوْ لَمْ يَقْصِدْ حَقِيقَةَ الْإِسْتِهْزَاءِ Because a person who makes this type of mockery, then that individual is belittling the rububiyyah of Allah. You're mocking the ayat of Allah or the messenger of Allah, etc. Then you are belittling the rububiyyah. Of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and you're belittling the messengership of the messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and we all know that is clear you cannot mock the religion in any way jest and joke about the religion in any way about Allah or the messenger or the ayat or the sunnah the Quran clearly that is impermissible and haram these days people the ikhwanis many of them and those who are upon their type of manhaj all of these so-called da'wah organizations they proclaim and they call themselves da'wah organizations or revolving around da'wah like al-maghrib institute and al-kawthar and this institute and that institute and Yasir Qadi and all of these different types of people their style of da'wah it is extremely dangerous in some aspects they make videos and they do da'wah in ways that is extremely dangerous in some aspects for example I recall a video on one occasion that they made and they were trying to give the message that if somebody becomes a Muslim, somebody accepts Islam and becomes a Muslim, then don't try to teach him everything in one go. Is that good? Is that true? True. You don't try to give them everything in one go and Bukhari and Muslim and teach them everything in one week. 
You're not going to do that. Somebody who becomes Muslim new, slowly you're going to teach them everything, teach them aqidah, teach them prayer, salah. Bit by bit you're going to teach them. So the message is okay. But how are they doing it? This is the problem with Al-Maghrib and all these people. How do they give this da'wah and how do they explain that message? So they made a video and they show somebody, this is roughly what I recall, that there was an individual who became new Muslim and so all the other uh, Muslims were saying, MashaAllah, you become Muslim and everything and congratulating him and they were giving him gifts and everybody was coming and bringing him a book. Read this book, you know, new Muslim, it'll be good for you, read this one. Next person comes, MashaAllah, you became Muslim, excellent, here, gift for you, another book. And lots of people were coming to congratulate him, and they're all giving him books and books and books. And this new Muslim ends up with a big pile of books. So this is to show, look, don't do too much with a new Muslim, don't give him so many big pile of books he can't understand. But then what happens in the video, so to show that this new Muslim can't take it, it's too much. Too much information, don't do it like that. He's got all these books and then they throw them all on the floor. They throw all of these books on the floor. Is it permissible to be throwing books like this on the floor to make a point of da'wah as they claim? Books like this, you have ayat in the, of the Qur'an in them, you have a hadith, you have talking about Allah, talk, all these Islamic books, pick up a big pile of them and throw them on the floor. This is what they think da'wah is. That could even be borderline going on to issues of mockery. And they don't realize it and they don't know what they're doing because they don't follow the way of the Salaf. They don't follow the scholars. They don't learn from the scholars. They tell you to separate yourself from the scholars. That is their message. That the scholars, they don't know what they're talking about. They live in the other side of the world. We in the West, we have to look after our own affairs. So they want to disconnect you from them and they end up doing all of this stupidity throwing books on the floor with ayat and ahadith and Quran in them, throwing them on the floor and this is supposed to be to show a message of da'wah to the people. So the point is you cannot have this type of mockery and they do many other things. That is just one example I remember from a few years ago. Those individuals, some of the types of videos they make and other things that they do, it is, it is comedy for them but it is bordering on mockery. It is bordering on mockery some of the things that they do. No scholar would ever do anything like that. Neither has it been known from the scholars of the past, from the Salaf to our time, to do the kinds of things that they do in the name of da'wah. It is not da'wah. It is a business for them. So here, وَمِنْ هَذَا الْبَابِ الْإِسْتِهْزَابِ In fact, here you go. As Shaykh Al-Fawzan says, in this general topic of mockery, mockery of Allah and his ayat, and the, the Quran, the, the uh, messenger, the sunnah, in that same conversation, we can also add mockery of knowledge and the scholars. Mockery of knowledge and the scholars. وَمِنْ هَذَا الْبَابِ الْإِسْتِهْزَاءِ and having no respect for the scholars or to criticize them or to uh, speak bad of them because of that knowledge that they are carrying and this was a point earlier on 
when mocking the religion, Allah, His Messenger, the Ayat, the Quran, the Sunnah, etc. It doesn't matter if you say, but I didn't mean it. It doesn't matter if a person says, but I was only joking, I didn't mean it. In that, if you mock Allah and the Quran and the Messenger, whether you mean it or not, it is, it is kufr. Nobody can say, but I was only joking. How can you be joking and you are mocking Allah and the Quran and the Messenger? There is no joking in that. So even if a person claims I didn't mean it, then that is not a justification which clears you. It is haram, absolutely, to speak in that way against Allah, the Messenger, the Quran, the Sunnah, the religion, whether you say I meant it or not. And the scholars are mentioned here as well, that a person cannot speak ill of the scholars and speak bad of the scholars. Those individuals, the munafiqun, the ones who were mocking, they came acknowledging that they'd been saying it. When they were caught, they came to the messenger and he said, he, he admitted that they'd said it. But he said it was only because we were just joking. So they admitted it. So they admitted and acknowledged what they'd said. But their argument was, their defense was that we were just joking. And that's what it says. That we were just joking. We didn't mean actually mockery of anyone or to say that they are liars. We didn't mean that. We were just joking. And they said we were just playing around. We weren't being serious. We were just messing around. We weren't being serious. But then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala told them via that revelation, via the messenger, that this justification of theirs, that we didn't mean it, it doesn't count for anything. This justification of theirs, that we didn't intend it, we didn't mean it, that it does not uh, count for anything and it does not suffice them from Allah whatsoever. وَأَنَّهُمْ كَفَرُوا بَعْدَ إِيمَانِهِمْ بِهَذِهِ الْمَقَالَةِ الَّتِي بِهَا and that they have disbelieved after their iman because of this statement that they made in mockery uh, and jesting as they were doing. And it wasn't accepted from them, their excuse. Their excuse was not accepted from them. The excuse that we didn't mean it, we were just joking. That was not accepted by Allah from them, and they were declared upon kufr. وَلَمْ يَزِدْ صَلَى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ وَسَلَّمْ فِي إِجَابَتِهِمْ عَلَى تِلَاوَةِ قَوْلِ اللَّهِ تَعَالَى And when they were coming and saying, we were just joking, we were this, we were that, the Prophet وسلم, didn't give them any other reply, just kept narrating or, or reciting this ayah. That way you mocking Allah and his ayat and his messenger, you have disbelieved after your iman, do not make the excuse now. The messenger just repeated that ayah to them and did not give them more. 
لأن هذا لا يدخله المزاح لا يدخله المزاح واللعب وإنما الواجب أن تحترم هذه الأشياء أو أن تحترم هذه الأشياء وتعظم تعظم joking and mockery it doesn't come into this at all joking and mockery doesn't even come into this topic when it's the ayat of Allah the Quran the Sunnah the Messenger Allah then there is no question and it doesn't even come up the issue of joking you cannot claim to be joking and making mockery of Allah or the Messenger or the ayat or the Quran or the Sunnah etc we'll stop on that then and pray and carry on with the next section after the prayer inshallah الحمد لله والصلاة والسلام على رسول الله وعلى آله وصحبه ومن والاه. So carrying on then with this topic regarding mockery of the religion or of Allah or of the Messenger or of the Quran or of the Sunnah or indeed of knowledge and the scholars. الشيخ الفوزان now quotes here. قال الشيخ محمد ابن عبد الوهاب يرحمه الله القول الصريح في الاستهزاء هذا وما شابهه وأما الفعل الصريح فمثل مد الشفه وإخراج اللسان ورمز العين وما يفعله كثير من الناس عند الأمر بالصلاة والزكاة فكيف بالتوحيد انتهى he mentions here the statement of a Shaykh Muhammad ibn Abdul Wahhab rahimahullah ta'ala that the clear statement in mockery is this example, the example that we've seen here now in those ayat and those texts. That is a clear example of mockery in statement. And as for mockery in terms of your actions, then he gives examples of facial expressions that you may make certain facial expressions with your lips and your tongue, your eyes that indicate a disgruntlement towards the prayer or the zakat, etc. They explain the facial features exactly as how. The facial features, what do they mention? Pulling the tongue, winking the eye, and twisting the lips. Meaning that a person may make certain facial expressions indicating his disgust at something or mockery of something that can occur through facial expressions and different ways that people may do that with their face, with their tongue, as we do these days, for example, the people sticking their tongue out at someone. These are actions that you do with your physical behavior indicating mockery. So even in statements or in actions, it is impermissible to engage in any type of mockery. وَمِثْلُ هَذَا الْإِسْتِهْزَاءِ بِالسُنَّةِ الثَّابِتَ عَنْ رَسُولِ اللَّهِ صلى الله عليه وسلم Also mocking the sunnah of the Prophet ﷺ is impermissible and haram. Haram to mock the sunnah. 
كالذي يستهزئ بإعفاء اللحى وقص الشوارب For example, somebody who mocks growing the beard and trimming the moustache. It is sunnah to grow the beard and to trim the moustache. If somebody comes now and mocks you for that and laughs at you for that, for growing your beard and trimming your moustache and says, what's this and what do you look like and makes a mockery of that act of growing the beard and trimming the moustache, then this is a mockery of the sunnah. أو يستهزئ بالسواك that you're using the سواك مسواك and somebody comes and mocks you for that using that stick and they laugh and joke and say what's this and mock you for using that and mock that as being a sunnah then again that is mockery of the sunnah أو غير ذلك كالاستهزاء بالأمر بالمعروف والنهي عن المنكر and other than that, maybe even you're enjoining the good and forbidding some evil and they mock you for it. They mock you for enjoining a particular good and warning against a particular evil, which is all in the sunnah. Then in essence, their mockery becomes a mockery of the sunnah. Then after that also, the quote from Shaykh al-Islam ibn Taymiyyah, رحمه الله فقد أخبر أنهم كفروا بعد إيمانهم So regarding the texts that we covered Ibn Taymiyyah رحمه الله says that Allah informed us that they disbelieved after their إيمان مع قولهم despite them saying إنما تكلمنا بالكفر عن من غير اعتقاد له even though they were saying we said these words of kufr without believing in them. We never intended them and we never believed in them or meant them. But we were just messing around and jesting. Ibn Taymiyyah goes on to say that he clarified that mockery of the ayat of Allah is kufr. وَلَا يَكُونُ هَذَا إِلَّا مِمَّنْ شَرَحَ صَدْرَهُ بِهَذَا الْكَلَامِ وَلَوْ كَانَ الْإِيمَانُ فِي قَلْبِهِ لِمَنْعِهِ أَنْ يَتَكَلَّمَ بِهَذَا الْكَلَامِ وَالْقُرْآنِ يُبَيِّنْ أَنَّ إِيمَانَ الْقَلْبِ يَسْتَلْزِمُ الْعَمَلَ الظَّاهِرِ بِحَسَبِهِ Shaykh al-Islam ibn Taymiyyah says one of the points behind this that if someone says he didn't mean it that he didn't mean it, he didn't intend it. He says the reality is, it's not possible for somebody to mock Allah or the Quran or the Sunnah or the Messenger except that he has something very wrong inside of his heart. There is no possibility of somebody claiming I'm pure in my heart, it was just joking, nothing else. The very fact that he said that indicates that there is something in his heart, that there is something wrong. Because if the reality of Iman was in his heart, it would prevent him from doing any such thing. It would prevent him from mocking the religion, mocking the messenger. But if he's done that, then it indicates a great error and a great issue within himself. Because in the Quran as well, it highlights that the Iman of a person, it necessitates 
actions from that person, it causes actions from that person. If you have that true Iman in your heart, then it will lead on to you doing the good and righteous actions. And then he quotes some ayat to highlight this point regarding the connection between Iman and actions. And if you have the purity of Iman in your hearts, then that will lead to the righteous actions. But as for those who do not have that purity of Iman in their hearts, then they are the ones who are going to end up in this mockery of the religion, mockery of Allah, mockery of the Sunnah, of the Messenger. So there is a clear connection between Iman and the reality of Iman in your hearts and these types of actions. The one who has the reality of Iman would never make a mockery of Allah, the Messenger, the religion. But the one who doesn't have that reality of Iman has some serious problem. He is the one who's going to end up in these types of statements and actions. Um, Similarly, the Shaykh says, therefore, based upon all of this, it can be understood. The kufr, the disbelief of those who say that, or those who detract from the Sharia, those who criticize and belittle and say the Sharia is not good enough and it's, it doesn't work for our present time. The Sharia of Islam, it needs modernization, it doesn't work, it's barbaric, it's old. People who make those types of comments, then it is a mockery of the religion. And that would be considered kufr. And those who say that the Islamic punishments, like the stoning or the, the chopping of the head, etc., that these are barbaric. They are barbaric acts. Those who say those types of statements are also upon this type of mockery against the religion. Of course, those types of punishments are only carried out properly under the Islamic government, the Islamic rulership, not in any other way. Or those who say that Islam oppresses women. And this is also a mockery of the religion. They are mocking, whether they know it or not, for them to claim that Islam mocks, uh, rather Islam oppresses the women, and that Islam suppresses the women. And other than that, from the statements of disbelief, from the statements of kufr that you hear from the people. And this is an important topic. All of this topic is important because like we said, many people these days who claim to be giving da'wah organizations, who claim to be da'wah organizations and uh, uh, they advertise events and gatherings and concert halls and different things under the Islamic banner, many of them are falling into dangerous territory in how they do their so-called da'wah. So it's very important to remember these points regarding respecting the religion and not making mockery. 
But because all of these Ikhwani style organizations, their da'wah is based upon comedy, it's based upon selling the tickets and getting everybody in and joking and entertainment, then they often fall into very dangerous territory in their types of jokes and entertainment that they make into mocking the sunnah, into mocking the religion, and they don't realize it, or they realize it and they are doing it still upon their ignorance of the way of the salaf. So be very careful and do not follow all types of these organizations that are not calling you to the way of the salaf or to the way of the scholars and their understanding. That brings us to the end of the chapter regarding mockery. The next chapter, Umurun yaf'aluha ba'un nas wa hiya min ash-shirk aw min wasa'ilih. This next chapter now is a new chapter and it is the chapter about certain acts that some people do which are acts of shirk or they are acts that lead to shirk. Different types of acts, actions that people do which are shirk or lead to shirk. So now in this next section, he's going to go through one after the next, different things that people fall into and they don't even realize that these things are shirk or they lead on to shirk. So from the next lesson, we'll start going through those one by one. The first one is going to be wearing strings and amulets and necklaces and other types of things people wear, believing that this is going to take away the evil eye or it's going to bring them some good or remove some harm on their hands, on their necks, wearing strings and amulets and necklaces and rings for that type of aqidah and belief, then it's an act of shirk, major or minor depending on the aqidah. But we'll start with those from the next session, inshallah ta'ala, next week at 7 p.m. somebody who's mocking the sunnah uh, most of the time it's because they don't understand the sunnah they don't understand it from the elders and those who are maybe older in age they've never learned it they've never understood it so maybe somebody never learned and never was taught about men having to keep their garments above the ankles for example so now when you do it they laugh at you they say what's this you look stupid you this you that because they've never learned Properly, this is an act of the sunnah. So with all of these things, it's not because they are intending mockery or even a joke. They do not know. They simply do not know that these things are sunnah and it is religion and it is revelation that has come. So for those people, those elders who are set in their ways, you need to slowly try to educate them about the sunnah. If they pick out something, the beard, the clothing, this, that, the other, Show them, say, but all I'm doing is just following this hadith in Bukhari or Muslim or X, Y, and Z. Show them where that is and why you're doing things. It's because they don't understand why you are doing this or that or the other. They've never been taught all of their lives that this is a sunnah or that is a sunnah. Hence, they think it's stupid why you're doing it. They've never learned it. They were never taught it. They think this is something new you've made up yourselves. So you need to try and explain to them these are acts of sunnah. Show them the hadith. Show them where the Prophet said them. And perhaps slowly that will educate them more regarding why certain acts you're doing are acts of the sunnah and their revelation, inshallah. 
out of ignorance? Well, that's what we're talking about here now. Somebody who does that because they don't know. They don't understand those types of things. Certain things you know. Like somebody mocks Allah, you can't say, I didn't know. But these types of things, some acts of the sunnah, a person may not know this is sunnah. He's mocking you, not the sunnah. So when that person comes now, the elder, for example, he's never been taught about the clothing above the garments. So he now comes and laughs at you and mocks you because he's mocking you. Not he's mocking this act in of itself. If you explain to him this is sunnah, hadith, everything, then maybe he'll change. So that, inshallah, is excusable. You explain to them. No, because it's not either then. No, if he repeats afterwards, you tell him and you explain to him, then this is generally considered as major kufr. If you are mocking the religion and belittling the religion after you've understood it is sunnah. Some things, like we said, it's clear. Mocking Allah, mocking the messenger, nobody can say I didn't know. That's clear. But now certain specific sunnah acts that they were never aware of, that you can teach them. And inshallah ta'ala, they are excused until they know because they are then mocking you personally, not the act. They don't know the act is actually religion. So that you educate them on inshallah. Because they don't know. They've never been taught. So you explain to them. That's everybody. With all of the different things, you have to slowly keep giving them da'wah, keep explaining to them, keep showing them the evidence. As it takes time, you have to be patient. That's everywhere. Mm. Why? Were camels different then and they're different now? Were the genes in camels different or something? What was applicable then is applicable now and it is done now. It is done to this day. It is there mentioned in the sunnah. So if somebody says because of their education they now know that camels these days are different and their genes are different and their this is different and that is different, show us something. And there is nothing to show. So it is applicable then, it is applicable now. Why? He has to give some proof. Why is it only relevant to those people in those times? Why? If you're going to show us some hadith and say this hadith was only applicable at that time, not to us, then you've gone against the default. The default is all of the religion then, the sunnah, the hadith, everything is applicable then, is applicable. Now is applicable up until the day of judgment. If he's going to say no, it's not, then he needs to give us some proof. There are some things which are only applicable to the Prophet. Sallallahu for example. But those, yeah, so those are known. If somebody's going to say this was only applicable then or that it is mansukh, it is abrogated, they have to show us the proof, otherwise it is applicable. Last question. They were munafiqun, but they were demonstrating, showing like the munafiqun do that they are upon iman. So they were demonstrating that they are upon iman. But then after this, it was said to them, you have disbelieved after the iman, the iman that they were showing and demonstrating apparently anyway. They were munafiqun anyway. We'll have to stop. We'll carry on next week, inshallah ta'ala, 7 p.m.